0: Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. On today's show, I'm talking about condoms. Everyone's favorite party favor. Actually, it's not. But I'm trying to change that. And it's STD, STI Awareness Month. Plus, I'm answering your emails on all the sex things. Topics include. Condoms get a bad rap, but are they really that bad? Or have we just trained our brains to think so? So you haven't had sex yet. How do you let your partners know? All you want is a little help around the house. Is that too much to ask for? You laughed, you cried, you orgasmed. Why are you having such a response? All this and more. Thanks for listening. You often ask me about new ways to connect with your partner and keep things super hot. Well, I've got the solution that will add adventure to your sex life in all the right ways. The Jive from WeVibe is the perfect way to experience discreet pleasure that you can wear alone or have a partner control. It's an insertable vibe that allows you to feel pleasure wherever and whenever. And when you pair it with the WeConnect app on your phone, you can cycle through the Jive's 10 vibration patterns. Wear it on your date night or running errands. Hey, there's no rules. It's also fun to build custom vibes so you experience different sensations or hand control over to your partner and let them surprise you. Whether they're across the table or across the country. And because it's from WeVibe, you know this thing is packing the power. To get your jive, visit slash WeVibe. That's my site, slash WeVibe today. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex, eyes that
1: mock
2: our sacred institutions.
0: You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexemily.com. Check out all of our amazing posts and blogs and things we have to help you have better sex and relationships. Thank you for subscribing to the podcast. That really helps us and helps the show and helps you have a better life. And um, wherever you listen, subscribe and review us. And you can also check me out on SiriusXM Radio. It's stars channel 109. I am there Monday through Friday, 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific. And it's been... So fun, you guys can call in, you can get a free trial, slash SXM. You can also find me on all social media across the board at SexwithEmily. All right, guys, I hope you enjoy the show. I understand that condoms get a bad rap, condom sex isn't good. Oh, I can't feel anything. My penis got soft the second it came on. No condoms ever actually fit me. It's too big. Um, It doesn't really do anything. Like, uh, what what are the other big excuses? It ruins the mood. It ruins ruins the the flow. The flow. I can't feel it. She doesn't want it. What I started thinking about is like, condom sex actually is good. It's not bad like you think. Most people think it's bad because they have psychologically, they're in a habit of deciding that it's bad. Maybe like someone told him it was bad and they always assumed like, oh, then it is bad. So therefore my penis is gonna get soft or whatever. Or maybe they bought the wrong kind of condoms. Let me be honest, there's not a lot of condom education out there. Condom is not one size fits all for some people. Um, They don't all feel the same. So it is a mindset. You have a mindset around condoms you have a mindset that like they don't feel good they make sex worse and then as a result you think it doesn't really matter or if she's on the pill I don't have to use them and you think you know you don't have to worry much anymore like if she's on the pill I don't have to worry about pregnancy but the truth is you have to worry about STIs and those are real and those stay and they happen and they're annoying and you got to get you know you got to get pills for them or you got to have a lifetime of taking a daily suppressant i'm just saying that they used to be much more i don't know we use people just use them like they, there wasn't a doubt but now i happen to know we've got good data here mm. we're just not using them we're not using them enough and it's because i, I don't think your experience with condoms are as bad as you think And if Mm -hmm. they are, if you can tell me very specifically, I can get you out of it and tell you which ones to use and where to go with it. So, if you think you can't feel anything, if you put some lube inside the tip of the condom or on the tip of the penis, it's going to feel you. Tell me you can't feel that sensation. It feels amazing. And apparently, more men are embarrassed to buy condoms than women right now. Which, I mean, one what's embarrassing about buying a
4: condom i I really want to know what the embarrassing part is meaning i don't know it kind of says i'm getting laid right that's what i'm gonna say is it embarrassing that the cashier thinks that you're gonna get laid because i think that that's cool
0: but is it almost (laughs) like i have a question for you do you think that condoms here oh jamie i'm glad you brought this up do you think that condoms actually sort of have such a bad because nobody i feel like a lot of people younger people are not using them Mm-hmm. And by younger, I guess I mean 19s, 20s, maybe actually maybe nobody. But I believe that maybe a younger guy is embarrassed, like in his 20s. And I think it's because maybe there's something like it's seen as like you're being like a pussy or something like just condoms oh. are cool. Because mm. why like would an you ego be embarrassed? Because normally you'd be like, I'm buying condoms. Like right. maybe a 16 year old boy would be embarrassed or 15. But but a man, a grown man buying condoms, why are you embarrassed?
4: I, that, I don't know. I don't think it's... I've never heard... Because I haven't heard any reasons why people would be embarrassed. I do remember that when I had sex with my very first boyfriend, who I lost it to, he wanted me to go in and buy the condoms. And I was like, no, you have to be the man to oh. do it because I'm 15. And you, like, come on. like That's not <laughs> even
2: legal, technically. Right. Um. But no, I don't know. Do you think it kind of is similar to, you know, when how
0: girls feel they, they that they shouldn't be embarrassed when they have to go buy tampons. Yeah, I was just going to say, and I still am like, if there's a cute guy at Walgreens, I'm like, I don't want to be like, I don't want to be holding up my tampons. I'm bleeding right now. I mean, I know that sounds, I don't know. I'm just saying, but I'm not embarrassed. Right. But I I, ha- I buy them, but maybe it's equivalent, but I don't think, but 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 no, I get why that's like, because it's so, so personal. You know that I'm True. bleeding right now and have cramps and I'm miserable and I want to kill you or whatever emotions you're having during PMS.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: You're buying condoms, you're like, I am a safe, thoughtful man who takes necessary precautions so I don't get someone pregnant or give them a disease. How great is that? I think that women aren't bringing them either into relationships because they feel like guys don't want to. And so they're just assuming men don't want to. You know, they don't bring it up maybe. And we're also, we don't have, we haven't normalized them enough. Mm. So condom use has a, its own performance anxiety in itself. Like we're saying, because men are, thinking ahead of time i'm gonna lose my erection it won't be as good so just the thought of it even though it's not true i don't think it's true they haven't thought so then they don't use them
2: or do, you, no. do you think that women already assume that the man the male is
0: gonna have it well i think the conversation goes like this he's like are you on pill and she's like cool and then i've actually uh, heard from several women though lately were like i asked him use a condom and he won't i'm like well then you left. and they
4: and they literally one like, out of not. two
0: two did had sex anyway and one left I just don't know. I'm like, why would you risk it? Like, do you think the increase in birth control has made an effect on condom usage? I think people have always been using birth control pill, but even when we're using birth control pill, unless I was in a committed relationship, I always use condoms. Right. If I was sleeping around, with people.
4: I think people just like forget maybe
0: about STIs and STDs, yeah, which is Because like AIDS was a thing, but now people are like, oh no. I think they do forget.
4: Or do you think it's because they'll be like, I would know if i had one because i'd have symptoms
0: yeah well uh, exactly there's a lot of misinformation people don't realize that you could be a carrier of something and never know so you could have herpes you know you could have like you know hpv all these things that are transmittable just with that so you could yes and you don't know there's no signs you can't tell by looking at somebody if they have and what was the um like you might know someone's a good driver but if you get in the car with them, you might you know, trust someone, but you get in the car with them, you're still going to wear a seatbelt. Mm-hmm. Like, people look at penises and they're like, oh, I trust this guy, or I know that. Or people have said, oh, no, I know him, or I know her. They wouldn't do So that. they don't wear a condom. Yeah. Or, like, they just think, because I know you, we went to the same school, or we worked together, that it's safer somehow. But it's not. It's, not. it's, just an, it's, an, it's an illogical way of thinking. But I also think it's people just don't have uh, as much knowledge.
4: Have you ever had someone... That wasn't going to, like, wouldn't yes. have sex with you if he didn't if with a, with a condom.
0: Yeah, and I, I yes, and he you. said that his penis was too big for it. And I remember this. I was in a hotel room in uh San Francisco, and I remember he said, "My condom's too big, or oh, my penis is too big. None of them fit." And then he did this weird thing where he was like, he was doing it, kind of showing me how like they were flying across the room, not working. You know, like look. It's not working. Oh wow! I was like, "Ew!" I was just so turned off, and I was like, "It was gross." And you guys condoms. You might need the king size, like the like the skin. We love skin condoms. Mm -hmm. King, K Y N G. They make a good big one or a larger condom, but like, he was like, "Never in the uh, the history of time has a condom ever fit me." Oh please! But speaking of the history of time, Mm -hmm. check this out. You might not like these. Skin condoms are polyisoprene. They're thin, they're non-latex, and they feel amazing. But you could also have been born in 3000 BC. That's the earliest known condom. And it was made of linen. Linen, you see... Goat bladders and sheep (laughs) intestines. Would you rather have had a linen condom that felt like your summer sport jacket over it? I mean,
4: first of all... I just want to know, like, how this person. It says by King Minos of Crete. So, I, or is it Crete? Crete, Crete, island. Like, why did it. why did he feel like? I mean, I think it's great, but he's probably like, you know what? Maybe, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't spread my 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 uh, royalty seed.
0: Yeah, everywhere. He's like, I'm not getting. I'm not making no anyone want a queen children. right now. <laughs> not everybody deserves to be my queen. And linen, I mean, there's a picture of it on
4: here, too, and, like, no. it doesn't
0: look good. It looks like a bandage in the hosp. hospital. Like, so you have, like, 16 bandages wrapped around you. Like, looks like the, but it's linen, but it looks...
4: And then, like a, why are you only carrying one condom with you when you go out, too?
0: I don't know. Is that what it says? Yeah, you guys... I just think, no, I just know from experience. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, I yes. Listen, you guys, at least be ambitious and at least want to be hopeful. Carry three or four. One could break one could you might want to have it again because what happens when you only carry one you're right assume you're gonna have two actually that's really good manifesting i would like to have more than one sexual one go again tonight but i think one seems easy like in the pocket but if you're like if you pull out a strand we i mean like again all these people uh, actually my ex did that he come over with like a strand of like 15 condoms i'm like nice Oh. right X, X. and X, you can X, use,
4: X. you can use multiple even in one session like if you want to like take a break for a second or if you want to like try some like if you want to go to back to like manual stimulation or something
0: yeah you might want another one yeah he doesn't have to be so linear is that what you're saying? Yeah. But also you could change it out. You could like change it, you know. You want to be safe. Because what happens is if you only have one, you're going to want two. And then you won't have the second one But you're going to want sex so bad. And then you're going to have sex without the condom. And what, then you're going to diffuse the, person, diffuse the purpose.
4: What's your best condom story? Oh,
0: God. I think that is one of my best condom stories I mean, because, it's because he was like, look, snapping it off like it didn't fit. And his penis was big, but I'm like, dude, I've seen bigger, A. And B, <laughs> you can fucking get that on. I'm not an idiot. Um, another great condom story is, I think, I got one stuck inside me once for a week and I didn't know. That when happened When I was to like at 19. That, 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 that happens. That's like no, a I've, great
4: story. No, but, but I've heard that actually, like- it happens. Yeah. Uh,
2: I, a, po- a, a thought just popped into my head. And I think we've talked about this briefly once before, but do you think in the media, like in movies where, you know, they just go right for it and they don't even bring out, you don't even see the scene where they bring out a condom. Do you
0: think that's also affected the decline in condom mm-hmm. usage? Yeah, I think so. I think that they're not showing them I in mean, movies and TVs, right. used to, like um, I think that we are much more conscious of it then. And I think that there really is a belief that people actually convince themselves it doesn't matter. Right. Like really people, nine out of 10 people, I'm like, don't use condoms. They're like, no. As if you grow out of it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like. But I'm I'm telling you, I've been with people who use condoms all the time and they do. And I've had a boyfriend for like a year and it was just like, you just do it. Like you you get your routine, you put it on and we had amazing sex and we always use it. It was like, fine. Like you just commit to it. It's done. Yeah. I'm just saying some of you could probably learn to ease past whatever. Fear or stories you've created around condoms. Yeah.
4: I had a guy. Tell me, what's your story? I hooked up with a guy and we were starting to hook up. And I was like, Do you have a condom? First time ever that I didn't have one. Cause you know me, I have yes. condoms and like every, I have condoms and lube in every purse every that purse. I own.
0: Yes.
4: But for whatever reason, and I didn't think I was going to go back to his house either. So I think he just didn't expect. He's like, Oh, well, I don't have any. I didn't know we were going to be doing this. And I'm like, Also, I'm like, You're in your 30s, man. You should just have some.
0: At his house. Always. Like be
4: optimistic.
0: Yeah, you got like, optimistic. That's I'm thinking. Be optimistic. Just like, hey, maybe I'll get laid. Yeah. But
4: uh he didn't have one and he lived right next to his. I was like, Well, are you gonna go to 7-Eleven, I Because my clothes are already off.
0: Did he? Yeah. Oh, I waited I at that. his house, which is also
4: kinda weird because he left a stranger in his home. I could have totally robbed him if I was a <gasps> bad person.
0: Be like, get me a Slurpee too. I should have. Oh. No like really, I get thirsty but he went but he that was cool because he
4: actually he was like all right like this is the good. difference between me having sex and me not having sex so he went to 7-Eleven to get condoms exactly
0: smart and oh here's a, I mean exactly see that's a good guy so you no know, no what I've heard from friends are that that the guys like no I don't have one and then they're just like oh, okay like we women have a hard time once we start sex to start to not mm-hmm. like, we're like oh I'm already here and I feel guilty and I guess I don't have right. to we, we don't want to push our own agendas so good for you Jane. Good for you. And you guys can call us with anything. 888 947 I just remembered at prom, prom, we, it was a big thing in my school. Like, I don't know what it was prom was like. Did you guys go to prom? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It a thing? Yeah. So, we got a hotel room that night. Did you guys get hotel rooms? We got a, beach a boyfriend. house.
4: You, I had a I had a hotel room, but with like a group. Yeah. Like a party hotel room, not like a.
0: Right. I had like a boyfriend hotel room. Like we'd been dating Ooh. for four months Ooh. and I knew we were going to have sex. Like, obviously. We went to different high schools and I knew that it was my prom. Of course like I got a hotel like we had talked about, it, right? We had sex yeah. and we get there after the after prom, get to the hotel room and he's like, I don't have condoms. I'm like, Don't you have condoms? He's like, No, I'm like Like this is all about Your one job, bro. It's one fucking job. <laughs> I bought this dress, the most expensive thing I've ever bought in my entire life. It looked like a pink frosting cake. Frosting on a cake. It was like Jeez, I show you that big eighties hair. But 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 Dude, yeah. So I didn't have sex with them. There was like no 24-hour whatever time. Sorry. I love that you
2: didn't have sex with no, them. No, I was so pissed. So many of us would have given in. Yeah. And done it. No,
0: didn't. But that was like that was the mentality that maybe I, I don't know. I'm just telling you guys, it still matters. And it is National Health STD Month awareness. Yeah, yeah.
4: STI. So if you're, what's a f- like not like I guess fun, but what's a way that you can if someone's like, oh, I really don't want to use one that you can say to kind of more
0: encourage that you could say um so if you're saying like if a guy says that to someone
4: both because i've heard i know of there's guys like there are women that will de- decline to use one as well it's not just like a male thing true it just
0: happens more often yeah they're like put that thing down well, i was thinking for a, for a, i was thinking if you're with the men you could be like I was thinking, like, look at me, but what if I put it on with your mouth, with my mouth? Because there's a way to do that really hot.
4: Oh, wow. Okay, I didn't me, even. You got to
0: show me that later. Oh, yeah. I have Same. a good trick. I think I, there's a video of me doing it online. That's <laughs> what so I'm talking about. Like, I've got like vintage content, not a real penis, of course. I've stayed it. away from that in my career. You will not find my mouth next to a real penis ever.
4: I've always been like, oh, I really don't want babies. Yeah oh that's so good <laughs> that's what i've said and i've had it because i've had a guy i was like oh we should i was like oh we should grab a condom he's like oh we don't need one i was like oh i don't want babies do you
2: Good. and he was ja- like oh, okay <laughs>
0: oh damn. awesome got me there jamie that's it that's great and then what do we say to women i okay. think like i just want to be safe uh I, don't want I gave get my you last pregnant. person. I gave my last girlfriend
4: herpes. Um, <laughs> I, lo- I just want to go so much longer with you. I last yeah. longer when I have a condom. Yeah, on. exactly. Oh, good one, that's James. good, there you, Jamie. Go. there you go.
2: Yep. Yeah, my last sex encounter two weekends ago. I told you guys about my condom experience. Yes, we were very. And it was it was liberating. I felt great. I yeah. was like, you are not going inside me without a condom. Yeah, and he's exactly. like, well, we did it once before, with without a condom. And I was like. New rules. Don't go inside me without a like, okay. "All right, Because they're not going to pass up sex. No, so some usually. guys apparently. So,
0: yeah. Some guys would, but that's just not your guy. Right. I mean, I think what other health risks are they taking in their life? Like, exactly. think about that. Right. It's risky behavior. It says more than just that. Yeah, it says a lot more than that. So, I feel like that's, you know, you got to talk about the barrier methods that you're going to use with your partner. And just because you're on the pill, uh, doesn't mean that you, uh, you know, it's always even as effective if you don't take it all the time. It doesn't, and it also means that you're not going to. You know,
4: Mm -hmm. what I was
0: gonna say. What was it? What else was on this infographic that we liked?
4: Oh, just the different names of condoms. I think are funny. Where are they again? At the top. Yeah, they're. I mean, like wetsuits, (laughs) jimmies. Wetsuits, jimmies. I never heard of French letters. I don't get that one. No. That's what the condoms are? Yeah, it's like an, a That's rose one. by any other name. It a rose, it's French. It's any other name, Ponchos. Well, even the names that they give them make it sound like it's this huge
0: rubber. thick thing over your yeah. penis. No one wants a rubber over their penis. It's a bad name. Yes, you're right. So you use condoms during sex? 37, yes. No, no, okay. Of those who use condoms, 28 between themselves, 21, 51, do it for both. Do condoms interfere with sex? 55 people think yes, 55%. I mean, how... how? I just don't get it. Okay. The average American will spend 5000 on condoms in their lifetime, but 21% of people say they don't use condoms because they're too expensive.
4: I think that that what? number is really high. I think it's 5000 It means that you're having a lot of sex, I think.
0: Five thousand dollars, because I'm embarrassed. I don't know how much they cost now. because well, we get we them for free? <laughs> <laughs> That's
4: like the best thing. Like I was walking out of the office the other day, and there's just like a jar, a whole jar full of skin condoms, and I grabbed a few. And you're like, "Oh, you're bringing condoms?" I was like, "I need to fill up on some of my purses."
0: Yeah, exactly. All the <laughs> purses have the condoms. It's true. Yeah, and then 38% versus 15% of men think it's embarrassing to buy condoms, and 15% of women are like, "No, we don't care." 19% of women say they carry condom when they go out. I'd like to see that number go up. And, um, yeah, that's how we feel about condoms. I think there's a little all inspirational right. message.
4: All right, we got a Caleb who's 26 in Texas who wants to share
0: his condom story. Hey, Caleb. Hey. How's it going? Good. How are you doing? I'm all right. Cool. I heard a
1: story, and
0: uh, it's kind of
1: embarrassing in a way, but... It's also really interesting, because I want to get y'all's, like, outlook on this. Like, how do y'all feel about, like, women who are pressuring you not to use one? Like,
0: me and Such a good question. one of
1: my past, uh, uh, past sexual uh, encounters, I guess, I, I had a condom and everything. We were going to use it. And then she was like, well, what if we didn't? And I'm like, well, I mean... I don't know about that. And she's like, "No, no, no, it'd be fine." Uh, she's like, "I mean, you should know when when you're good, you know, to to go ahead and get out." And I was like, "I mean, yeah, you know, I got into it. I was, yeah. I was like, you know, do I, do I not? Like, I mean, if I just say no, let's go ahead and grab economy. Is she going to be into it? Like, I didn't know if that would affect like yeah. the whole scenario. So I, I gave in and it just so happened you know it didn't work like we thought it would and then she gets mad at me and then she's like well i thought you knew you know whatever and starts
0: crying and i'm just sitting back like look you pressured me right right she just might not be educated listen we need a lot of information around it so maybe her education which we know around sex is really limited she might She might not be, you know, as educated around the pull-out method that is not effective, like, at all. It can be effective if you do it right, but most people don't do it right. So it's really not a lot of people get pregnant that way. Maybe she felt like, hey, I'm insulted, like, I'm clean right now, so why would you think that you need a condom because I'm not dirty, you know? But I don't, but unless, is she on the pill? Um, I mean, I, I think she has
1: said she was, but then, like, after, like, when she started crying, I was like, well, what are you crying for? And she was like, well,
0: I'm kind of not on anything. Okay, and dude, I'm she's like, trying to, tra- okay, well, listen, women, I don't know, maybe she wants to get pregnant. I just, I don't know, but that's not cool, man. You gotta use, just stick to your... You guys, I'm telling you, it's all in your minds. If the, I would love to hear from a guy right now who tells me that it, they literally can't, they've tried everything and condoms just were not tolerable. Because I'm telling you, if you change your mindset and you just put the condom on, you use some lube, you try a few different brands, sex is just as good you're having sex. So keep, just, are you going to see her again, Caleb? Uh, I mean, we had a, we, Have sex
1: a couple times after, but I mean, I think maybe that whole experience kind of uh, got her in a different frame of mind. And and, I mean, I was like, I mean, I'm not gonna let you get mad at me for right. I mean, for doing what I was gonna do anyway. Well, and um,
0: you know, it's both of you. I mean, you're both in it. But if you see, we, we, we learned from it. Yeah, good. Just use the condom next time. Then you don't have to worry about pulling out, and you're going to pre-com and all the things that can actually get her pregnant. Thank you, all Caleb. Right. Thanks for calling. Appreciate that. Yeah, it goes both ways, all the ways. Call us with anything, 888-947-8277. All
4: right, we have Stacy, 55, in Nevada, who wants to share what she tells guys who don't want to wear a condom.
0: Okay, hey, Stacy, what do you say? Hi, I tell them you have to
1: have the proper safety equipment to play the game because most guys are into sports. And if they Ooh. keep trying to push me, then I say, "Okay, game is called on account of lack of uh, proper equipment." Ooh, because that's ball players can't get out on the field without their safety equipment. Exactly, they just can't. Exactly, they just can't. I love uh, it. If you Do don't
0: they... want to be safe, right? Then you, then I pass. Right. Good for you. Do you carry them yeah. with you, Stacy? Do you carry yeah. condoms with you? I do. Okay, good. That's a great one. I love it. Yeah, give him a sports analogy. Give him a car analogy. Yeah, anything. That's awesome. Right. Thanks, Stacey. That's right. a, That's a great thing to say. Yeah, yeah, of course. Thanks. Yeah, it's like saying the seatbelt thing or like, I know you're a safe driver, but I'm going to, uh, I trust you, but I'm still going to wear a seatbelt. Still going to be right. Even though you're a good person, you can drive.
4: All right. So Jay, 32 in Indiana has a question about condoms. Okay.
3: Hey, how's it going?
0: Good. How you doing, Jay?
3: I'm doing good. Um, I uh, you guys were talking about condoms and about being prepared, which is something I've been trying to get into a little bit more cool. because before I didn't carry them because I didn't want to be too assumptive. Uh, right, uh, right. I didn't want to presume too much, you know, and I didn't want to come off like, you know, this is the only reason I'm hanging out with you is for sex because it's not. Yeah. But, you know, if something does happen, you know, I'm always mm, happy that it does, but but um that is a good idea. Um but is um um, so I don't know what, what the, the thoughts are on like novelty condoms, you know, uh, different flavors, uh, you know, and even the joke condoms. I mean, like, is, is that something like, you know, I mean, like, is that, especially if it's somebody that you just met or, or not necessarily met, but are new to that experience yeah. with.
0: Um, I mean, you mean, you you mean joke condom? Is
3: that something that's gonna turn what of the What kind of condom?
0: are oh, you mean like a flavored condom or like No, I just think I think but Jay, I get what you're saying. And there it because there is still, which is what I'm trying to change, there is still this thing, like, oh, he's making assumptions. He has condoms with him, but like, and again, I don't know if it's an age thing or you get older or whatever, but I feel like it's just like, yeah, I always make sure. I never know what's gonna happen. I'm super attracted, hoping it would happen, but i always use condoms. And I never want to be in the situation like, you know, you might keep a bottle of water in your car and you have a first aid kit like you got condoms right you bring a jacket if it's gonna get cold you don't know what's gonna happen you always have condoms you just do and i think in your car wherever i think that that just sends a good message and that the younger girls or people aren't in as involved. i don't know they might think oh because i know those people like oh he, he's already assuming i'm gonna have sex with them but i just i just think that people are don't have a lot of information around condoms and that's an old message And then that, i
3: did i did have a, another thing too like i'm like um so, I mean, if you're being prepared and always bringing something. So, like, if you have uh, lube, handy, also. Yes. I mean, because I've heard stories of women how, like, they may take it wrong that you yes. would even want to use yep.
0: lube. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Jay, I'm so glad that you're saying this. Because, yeah, you're like, how do I do that? Because this is the other stigma that I, I'm trying to break by talking about it. I've been doing this for years on my podcast. And here is that lube still has a weird stigma. And it's all on women because we think like, oh, I'm dry. Oh, I'm discomfort. He's going to think he didn't turn me on or there's a problem. But the truth is lube makes every sex act better. The clitoris does not lubricate on its own. And most sex acts, when you add a few drops of lube, it just is. So you can just say... No, babe, I think it's hot. Like, lube makes everything better. Like, just... But I I don't... I hope that women are more educated now to know that, like, it actually... More women... When women use condoms, they're more likely to orgasm. 80% of women when they just need a little... So, I think it's more like just saying, yeah, it's the best. Like, oh, I never, you know, I love it. I will not have sex. Like, for me, like, I... Grab a condom and I grab lube. Every time I masturbate, I have lube. Like I will not do any sex act without lube because it just improves every situation. I've been this way forever, 20 years. So I think you just got to be the man around it. It's be like, yeah, of course, it's amazing. Wait till you try this lube. No, that's an old wives' tale. Okay, Jay, thanks for calling. That's right. how I feel. All right, yeah, be honest. Teach them, teach them better ways to think about things, newer ways to think about things. Updated information around lube. if i ever
4: had a man that had his own lube on him oh that, I'm, that's it that's i mean him. heaven it.
0: i just <laughs> want to change that's why i tell you guys a lube on every nightstand if it's on your nightstand you just right there it's part of your life we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back we're gonna get into your emails Alright guys, here's a listener email I recently received. Hi Emily, I'm a 38-year-old single mom who wants to get back on the dating scene, but I'm terrified. I've been dealing with bladder leakage and actually starting wearing pads every day just to feel safe. Between the leaking and the pads, I'm totally insecure about spontaneous intimacy with a new partner. How can I move past this? oh we hear this a lot jane mm-hmm, right a lot i mean you have to know this jane this is true and i didn't even know this till i got into this business but first of all she's not alone it's an estimated that 40 million women use pads every day for bladder leaks mm. women adult women young and old with or without kids and there's nothing to be ashamed of at all but there are solutions and it's not just pads we love the Apex. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's the deal. The Apex by Pour is an affordable device that uses gentle electrostimulation to create an extremely effective kegel workout automatically. Like it does your kegels for you. You've done it, Jamie. You just like just lay, back, lay back. You lay back, you use it. And it honestly, in a few weeks, doing it a few days a week, you will have a stronger pelvic floor and prevents the old sneeze and pee, if you know what I'm talking about. It also, side effect, bonus increases the strength and frequency of your orgasms
4: yeah you'll notice definitely for sure
0: (laughs) like i'm telling you, you guys always know if you call in you're like how do i have stronger orgasms do your kegel exercises keep your pelvic floor strong which will obviously make her want to get intimate again if you get the apex similar to the intensity which i have spoken about for years the apex delivers the same results but it's just not a vibrator It's not the rabbit vibrator. So it makes it the perfect option for women who are sensitive to stimulation.
3: Mm, Mm.
4: Awesome.
0: How about that? So to start using an Apex and stop relying on pads, visit pourmoi.com slash emily. That's P-O-U-R-M-O-I dot com slash emily. So if you've been listening to the show, it should be no surprise to you that women typically last longer to orgasm than men. This, my friends, is called the orgasm gap. And now there's something you can do about it. It's called Promescent, and trust me, this stuff really works. Promescent is an over-the-counter topical treatment that enhances men's ability to last longer. No pills, no prescriptions, and no questionable claims. Developed by urologists, Promescent isn't your typical delay spray. It's absorbed into the skin instead of staying on the surface. So instead of numbing everything, it leaves you with plenty of sensation. Enhancing your experience is easy. Just apply to the underside of the penis before sex. It's FDA compliant and clinically proven to help men last up to 64% longer. And because Promescent gets completely absorbed, it won't transfer to your partner. It's time to close the orgasm gap, don't you think? Try progressive for yourself. Just go to sexwithemily.com slash enhance. That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash E-N-H-A-N-C-E today. I am so excited to let you know you can now hear Sex with Emily live five days a week on SiriusXM radio. You'll find me on Stars, channel 109 Monday through Friday at 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern. But don't worry, the podcast is staying right here. My brand new radio show will have everything you love about Sex with Emily and more. Because every day I'll be interviewing guests sharing the latest news and my favorite part taking your calls live on the air 2 hours every weekday. If you're a serious XM subscriber, you already know how great it is. If you never tried it, get a free trial for 30 days. Just go to sexwithemily.com/sxm. That's sexwithemily.com/sxm today to try Serious XM for yourself. See you there. All right guys, I love answering your questions. That's why I'm here on the planet. If you look like at a question answer on the show, go to my website, sexwithemily.com. Click the Ask Emily tab. Fill out the short form and put yes if you'd like to be called. Or just email feedback at sexwithemily.com. As always, include your name, your age, where you live, and how you listen to this show. Thanks, guys. Okay, Jamie, you want to read the email?
4: All right. This first one comes to us from Sydney, who's 25 in Canada. She writes, hi, Emily. 25 and I've never had sex. Does this make me a totally lame weirdo who will die alone? Kidding. Kind of. I have done other stuff with past partners and feel confident with that. I've just never had a relationship get to the point where I feel safe or secure enough to have intercourse with the other person. I'm seeing someone now and feel like it's getting close to that point. He's a little older than me and I think he's way more experienced. Should I tell him? Should I just go with it and not say anything? Do you have any tips for me that I can use to act confident in the bedroom, relax, and make sure he enjoys it even though I have no idea what I'm doing? I love the podcast and thank you for all the help you offer people.
0: All right, Sydney. Thank you for this question because I think it's gonna, I know it's gonna help you um, and a lot of other people. And I'm so glad that you have found the show helpful for your life. So, you are not a lame weirdo at all. People can choose to have sex when they want to have sex. You're not gonna die alone, you're fine. Um, you've done other stuff with partners, that's great. You're confident with that. And you've never felt safe or secure to have sex yet. That is so good on you. I'm so glad that you have waited. Now, if you're seeing someone right now and he's older, whatever, more experienced, yes, I absolutely think if you are a virgin and you are having sex with someone for the first time, I would like you all to tell them that you are a virgin. You included, Sydney, and anyone else, men or women, whoever you are, your partner deserves to know. The other thing I wanna say here is, this whole notion you have he's way more experienced or you don't have enough experience or you wanna fake your confidence or you wanna act confident in the bedroom, let me just first say this about experience. It does not matter how many lovers somebody has had before, how many pussies, (laughs) it doesn't matter how many pussies their penises have penetrated. I promise you does not make a man a experienced lover. It makes him maybe he's had a lot of lovers, it makes him maybe more, he has more numbers, but number, like more women that he's been with, but it doesn't mean that he has experience. So I think we all trip out on this like experience thing, but you could have sex a lot and still not understand the way your body works, the way your partner's body works. So I really think that instead of just having to act confident, I think you just act, you're honest and you just say, I haven't done this before. And then you just breathe and you just relax and you communicate. And if at any point it feels like, you know what? I don't really feel like going forward anymore. I don't feel safe. Just keep checking in. Limit the alcohol, limit the drugs. You said that you've done stuff before and I just have a feeling that maybe you haven't masturbated or if you haven't, you got to do it more because that's what's going to make sex better for you as well. So you can guide him and let him know what feels good to you. Remember foreplay and all those things before you get into the sex because you said you've done stuff, but I'm not sure that it's been the right stuff or maybe stuff that's going to give you pleasure. So before you jump into sex, even make sure that you are getting what you need or at least figuring it out on your own. So you're fine. Be honest. I think we all need to tell our partners where we're at. We do, They deserve to know. And it's good for you, too. This next
4: one is from Ambrosia, 27 in Arizona. Hi, Emily. Short question. Is it normal to laugh and or cry during slash after an orgasm? Thanks.
0: Yes, it's actually so normal to like crygasm. Like you cry. It happens. It, that is so normal for women to cry, to laugh, to do all the things. It's essentially just the oxytocin, which is the cuddle hormone that we release during orgasm. It also it just makes us more in our bodies and more emotional. And so everything becomes more intensified. So it's kind of like you're just letting go. Your muscles are releasing and, you know, you're in the moment. So I think it is all of the extreme emotions that you might have after orgasm are normal. And, and honestly, like, I think you just tell them, like, I've cried after, after, after sex, after orgasm. It's like, no, I just let my partner know, like, I'm crying. But like, it's a happy cry. Don't worry. Like, this just happens. And just go with it. Let yourself feel your feelings. I think it's an incredible thing when orgasms move you to any kind of emotion. So you're totally fine. Embrace it. Feel it. Let go. You guys understand that having a great orgasm, like the most intense orgasms, I believe, are when you truly let go. And that means being out of your mind and totally into your body and just allowing it to go wherever it takes you. So don't shut down. A lot of women, like I think they might feel the tears coming and they're embarrassed or they're laughing and they're, I think we get embarrassed of all these things that orgasm brings on in sex. And I think that the more we release it and let it go and realize that our partners are going to be accepting and loving to us. Um, and if they're not, they're not your partner. So I think there's, the sooner that we just start being our th- authentic selves before, during, and after sex, the more um, we'll be in relationships where we feel safe and feel like we can be ourselves. And then get rid of the people who don't allow us to feel authentically loved. Fuck those people who make you feel bad for crying.
4: This next one comes to us from Polly, 37 in Florida. Dear Emily, I'm 37 and a mother of three boys. I have a new boyfriend who've been exploring sexually and we both are ready to try anal. I've never done it before and have explained that it's new to me and he's totally understanding. What I haven't talked about is the fact that things have changed down there since I've had my three kids. I have hemorrhoids and I'm a little embarrassed by the way it looks down there and also worried that we could get hurt doing something during intercourse. Please help.
0: All right. Um, Okay, I can totally help you, Polly. If you... Have hemorrhoids, Um, no, you should not be having anal sex at all. Totally get it. So I think that, but if you do have hemorrhoids, you know, you can get them treated. So hopefully go see your doctor and get those treated. Um, Also, you're embarrassed by the way it looks down there. And I'm wondering if you're talking about your vulva, vagina. It's changed after childbirth. And there are things that you could do to feel more confident down there. First of all, I'm sure I know that you're fine. (laughs) I know that, um, but really like getting back into your body, Doing your, you know, doing your kegels. If you're experiencing urinary incontinence, there's some really great treatments now for women that are like laser treatments. That you go to your doctors and you, they do them a few times and they help women. It's essentially like vaginal rejuvenation, um, but it's, that's very different. I feel like I have to explain this because I'm not saying mm-hmm. it's anything about your labia and cutting it off. And people used to do labiaplasty. It's really about using lasers that that stimulate your collagen again and make sure that that you're lubricated and that it can also help with so. There's one called the Ultra Femme 360 you can check out. But besides all of that, I think talk to him and say, and I'm not saying you need to do anything. I'm just saying if you're having any like pain during sex or you feel weird about it, you can. There's solutions now that women don't know about. But what I also want to say is explain to him that like you just would like to, um, you know, try some other things perhaps and not just shut down the anal. Maybe there's some other areas that you guys could go together. But I would also just say, if, I'm just thinking that maybe your embarrassment about your body or what you're experiencing after childbirth is just the most important thing. If you take care of whatever insecurities you have right now, that will help you be more fully open to other things sexually. I mean, not the anal per se, but probably other things. So, because I think a lot of women are sort of have concerns after childbirth. Their body changes and, you know, and I just I just really want women to know that you are beautiful, you are loved, and to um, do whatever you need to do to make yourself feel confident again so you can go out there and have amazing sex.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Definitely. Okay, this next one is Alex, 29 in California. Dear Emily, my wife and I have been married for two years now, and, well, I'm feeling a little used and underappreciated. I'm not exaggerating when I say I do all the grocery shopping, all the cooking, cleaning of the house, and my own laundry, and sometimes hers. Outside, I do all the repairs on the cars and whatever needs fixing. She enjoys her hobby and does the dishes. How can I nicely say that a little help would be nice? I don't want to blow up at her and make things worse. Thank you.
0: All right, Alex, thank you for your question. Okay, here's the thing about communication in relationships. It's not easy. That's why we have this entire show about it. Everything, we just need to learn how to communicate in a way that our partner will hear. And mostly when it's gotten to the point of like, you know, resentment right now, it's been two years and I totally get it. Like if you you feel like she's not pulling her weight and you're doing a lot of things around the house and that can be really frustrating. But the problem is when we don't say anything, oftentimes we just say it like, you know, you never helped me and I'm doing everything and then I'm sure she'll have a response to that. I'm also gonna assume that maybe. Maybe you've tried to talk about this before because if you haven't it's probably gotten to a point where you are pretty angry right now and frustrated I would think two years in if there hasn't been help with anything so make sure that you kind of just take some time and figure out exactly what you want to say you can even take some notes right now but I think the most important thing is to have a conversation when you guys are in a good place maybe you're at dinner one night and you're having a good time you're like you're sitting around the house enjoying a Saturday and then you could just say you know um I know we've both been busy lately. There's a lot going on. Maybe you've just been, maybe you've been working a lot and you could say, I've just been feeling like I've been um, a little overwhelmed with a lot of things going on and I'm wondering, it would be great to have your help with grocery shopping, perhaps a few days a week. You could stop on the way home. Let me know what you think about that. Are there ways I could also help you? Like have a conversation where it's like, I want to figure out how we can, because essentially you're managing a home together. You are both the like your home manager it's like being an office manager in an office but you don't have an office manager because you're married so the two of you have to figure out who's going to split the tasks in the home and I think it's one of those things that couples just have to sort out at some point and it's just fair and you figure it out now so I think having in a way that you're listening and you're not getting defensive because again you have to diffuse whatever resentments you have and really listen to why she thinks she can or can't And then go into problem solving mode and say, well, this is something I can't carry this whole load right now. So what do you suggest? And maybe you guys need some help if you can afford it. Maybe someone comes in and does some errands for you. And maybe you guys can problem solve together so just remember to listen and have a healthy conversation and back and forth and, and don't stop until it's resolved i mean you might have to go back next week and address it but the more you start talking about it the more you're both going to realize that yeah our house has to be clean and we want to eat and we want to make sure that the dishes are in the sink so and fix the cars but how do we do that together so we both feel that we are able to have a life and able to walk into a clean home mm-hmm. all right thanks alex
4: Okay, and this last one comes to us from Rebecca, 36 in California. Hey, Emily, love your show. My husband and I listen to your podcast. Road trips go by so quickly when we listen to you. We've been happily married for 15 years, and since listening to you, our sex life has been amazing and has really been enhanced in many ways. With that, my husband is trying to get me to go to a couple's nudist resort. Not swingers or anything, but just closing optional pool time. Initially, it seemed like just a fantasy, but he's very serious and almost booked it for us. I don't know what it is. I just can't bring myself to do it. We did go to a topless pool once in Vegas, and it was fun and hot, but I just don't know about full nudity. I know this is something he really wants to do, so I'm trying to be open, but how can I tell him no without hurting his feelings? I feel like I'm pretty adventurous, but some things I can't—I just can't see me doing.
0: Help. Okay, thank you for your email, Rebecca. Here's the thing. You do not have to do anything you do not want to do. You could just go topless, first of all, if you would feel comfortable going topless there. But I feel like, you know, you might be surprised, though, that you like it. I've gone to these nudist places before in California. And I'm telling you, I went not with a boyfriend or not with a husband. I was like 25 years old. And they're not like creepy and weird and people aren't checking you out. I'm I'm going to assume that that's maybe your fear or maybe it's a fear around your body. And And again, you have to really think about this if it's think about why you don't want to do it, like, think about which part of it. And maybe you could do some more investigating. Maybe you guys have some friends who've gone to this place and you could ask them, you know, maybe go to their website and they call there and say, these are my concerns. Like if this is something that your husband really wants to do and you're just not clear, like maybe you need more information. Cause I found that things that I've been concerned about, like, I'm actually going to this retreat this weekend in San Diego and I wasn't sure I should go, wasn't sure. And so called a friend as she's done it and I found out more information and what my concerns were. So I honestly feel like do do a little bit more diligence because you said you don't know why. So maybe hearing more, but maybe you'll hear about it and be like, yeah, I was right. No friggin' way, hubby. Or maybe like, oh, that does not sound so bad. So find out more information. And then, but if you don't want to do it, don't do it. And then maybe find some other ways you guys could play together because if Vegas was fun and hot, maybe there's another time you go to vegas together or find another place that could give you guys that same feeling you had there but it's not full nudity so let me know how it goes rebecca i want to know what you decide i want to hear from all of you i love hearing back of how things have have helped you or if you need a little bit more advice i'm here for you that's why it's awesome and you can also call into the siriusxm show every night even if you don't have it you can call in 5 to 7 p.m it's 888 uh, 947 so thank you, Jamie. Mm-hmm. Thanks to my amazing team. Uh, thank you to Ken and Michelle and Michael and all of you for supporting the show and for listening. Was it good for you? Email me. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. Jamie, mm-hmm. I have a question for you. Shoot. How much do you love Woo More Play? Um, Like a lot. Maybe a little too much. Dude, I mean... Woo more. Okay, we are talking about Woo More plays coconut love oil. And it, it really is the loveliest oil that you just rub on your body, you use with a partner. It's an all, essentially it's an all natural lube made by our friends Lauren and Michael from the Skinny Confidential podcast. And they're a sexy couple. Like sometimes I just like to think of like Lauren and Michael rolling around. Like of course, like they're the sexiest couple ever. And then they make a sexy product. Oh my god, I didn't even think about that. I just thought about that. And I mean, now, of course, they are. Like go to their stuff. <laughs> you're like, oh, can I be sexy like them? They're probably using WooMorph Play. Okay, here's the deal with it. It's organic virgin coconut oil that feels, smells like it actually tastes like heaven. It's like delicious. You want to eat it. Like if I thought of what heaven was. If you thought of heaven, it tasted like like this like vanilla e. Coconutty deliciousness. Mm -hmm. It's definitely, I have to say, it's definitely the best. Oil-based lube I've ever tried. You can't just walk into the store and get some coconut oil like on the market, the supermarket and call today. Like Room More Play, specifically designed as a sexy lubricant and not to mention a massage oil as well. Not a cooking oil, so like don't use it to like stir fry. Don't use the stuff that you use to stir fry <laughs> on your body. But this stuff is like great for your skin because it's like that vanilla essence. It says like beeswax, stevia, but that's it. Nothing bad for you. Nothing synthetic. You could literally eat it off. I think it's designed to like lick it off your partner. It but tastes that, good. It tastes good. But the other thing is that you don't have to like wipe it off. Like it's funny because I gave some to my friend, came over the other night. And I'm like, here you go. Because I always give her little treats. And I was like, and I had her put it on her hands. And she was like, oh my God. Like you, I use it like as a moisturizer Like too after you have sex or wherever you use it. Give your partner a massage. Your whole body is smooth and soft. And the coconut oil also that they use is actually antifungal, antibacterial, and anti-inflammatory. So you can leave it on because it's got like healing properties. I love that. I know. I can like replace all my supplements now maybe. Do you think I could just ingest Woo More Play and I would be healed? I mean, probably not, but. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, guys, you know we're the lube experts. So just trust us. When we say you need to try Woo More Play, you got to. You got to do it. To get some, go to sexwithemily.com slash woo. That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash w-o-o and use code Emily at checkout for a very special discount.